What's up, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me, of course, Adam Ronis. We're here from the Fantasy Alarm family. Thank you, Sawdust Podcast Network, for giving Anti Up a home. Adam, what is going on, man? How are you? We were just talking right before, uh, right, right before we uh, hit the record button here. I think you and I are both of that same mindset. How the hell is Thursday night football going to happen? I don't know. And, you know, I've been... We had a brief conversation about it yesterday. Obviously, you were kind of more adamant than me. I'm kind of just like, go with the flow. But, I mean, it's ridiculous now. You got more players in the 49ers on the COVID list. I mean, Brandon Ayuk. You know, people thought, all right, well, at least we have Ayuk. Debo Samuel, who was already hurt anyway. Trent Williams. We know on the other side, Jamal Williams, A.J. Dillon. I mean, it's ridiculous at this point. What is the harm of pushing this game back Sunday, Monday? It's clearly all about TV and getting that Thursday night spotlight. They can say they care about player safety. They clearly don't. And just by playing Thursday night football in general, they don't care about player safety. We have heard several players very vocal about they hate playing Thursday night football. It, it, see, I don't know if it's if you haven't played football, you don't understand and I'm not trying to be demean anyone, but your body, I mean, these are professional athletes that are huge, that are basically, it's a car collision every play. Your body takes a beating, man. And I always say this on all my shows. People at the questions on Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm like, well, relax, because people, are, players are going to show up to the facility Tuesday and Wednesday with injuries we didn't know about. And we saw a bunch today. Because it's a physical game. And then you're asking these guys to come back and play three days later. So they care about player safety? No way. Just by playing Thursday Night Football in general. And that's another discussion. I know you hate it. And I understand your viewpoint. I like watching football as much as I can in an island game. It's not best for player safety. But the, but this is ridiculous. I mean, it's COVID on both sides. Why can't you push the game back? It's simple. Just push it back. We, it, we'll deal with it. It's a unique year. Are you that desperate to have that Thursday night window to yourself? We had one week already this year with no Thursday night football. We survived. We survived four months with no sports, basically. This makes no sense. Well, I mean, it, it, it makes sense if you just say that the NFL only cares about the bottom line and the bottom dollar. Um, but it's also, you know what? I mean, I think that this is a very telling thing. You know, a lot of, you know, the the sports world isn't talking about the fact that France, Italy, uh, Germany, they're all having that second wave of like big COVID hits. And we're in this country right now. We're doing we're about a month behind the rest of the world because it hit us a, a month late and we went through everything with the, the shelter in place and shutting everything down. Um, and then everybody flipped out and, you know, we started slowly opening everything back up. But, you know, we we just we didn't take care of it properly. And the problem is, is that, you know, when you look at it from the NFL standpoint, they're like, well, if all these other countries are having their, you know, their their spikes again, we're going to do that also. So we we better get these games in now while we can. Because in a month's time, when we're sitting there at the end of November, it's like Thanksgiving time. You know, it's like, do we want to, you know, are we going to, are we going to lose those games? Are we going to lose Thanksgiving, which is like the biggest football holiday, uh, you know, professional football holiday. Um, and, I, and I think that that's where their mindset is at right now is that this is going to get much worse 
and we might as well just try and squeeze these games in. I'm sorry that if you know that you have to sit there on Thursday night and watch a bunch of backups because I mean it's you know it's crazy. I mean you've got Rodgers on one side, you've got Rodgers and and Devontae Adams. The whole backfield's all you know dealing with COVID uh, and injuries, right? Aaron Jones is hurt. He could play if they push this play. game to Monday. He, he could play. now. No, he might play on Thursday. Now we discussed this too. The Green Bay. I don't know if it's the training staff, the philosophy there. They're very conservative. And there was a tweet, I think it was from Jeremy Fowler, who said Aaron Jones is ready to play. And he thought he was ready to play last week. It's just they've been conservative. So there's a chance he plays. We'll see what Green Bay does. Maybe if the, you know, There's a chance he doesn't just because of how conservative they are. And they might go, you know what? The 49ers are so banged up. Let's not risk it. We can probably get by this game, find a way to win. But... So there's a chance he plays. And if he's active, you play him. I think it's pretty simple. But, yeah, I mean, the rest of the Dexter Williams is a guy that it seems like, based on reports, the coaching staff doesn't trust him. But they have no choice at this point. I mean, it's him, Tyler Irvin, and then the 49ers. It's just insane, man. I mean, they're going to have practice squad players called up to play wide receiver in this game. Trent Taylor and Richie James are going to be their starting receivers. We still don't know if Jordan Reed's going to play. I mean, this is just crazy. I mean, this is it's it's football, so people will still watch because we play fantasy and we gamble on it, but it's going to be a horrible game, and it should have been pushed back. I mean, but you're right. I, I, do, I was thinking that today, too. They're probably like, look, we know we're going to have to push games back at a certain point. We're going to have a Week 18. We got to try and get in as many of these games as we can. We can't have so many. We, we can't have a Week 18, 19, and 20. That's probably their thinking. And they're like, look, all right, it's not that bad. There's a couple guys on either side. Everyone else is fine. Just play the game because we know we're going to deal with this as it gets colder in a lot of cities. It's only going to increase. So and remember, every state is different. Uh, you know, I'm in Jersey. They have still in Jersey, New York. They're still not fully open. Like you can dine inside, but it's limited capacity. It's like 25%. Yeah. There's everything is, uh, most other things are still closed here. I'm sure some of that by you too. Other states are just open freely running around like nothing. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been into downtown San Francisco to, to check it out, but uh, out here, you know, with me, I'm about, you know, 20 minutes South of the city. Uh, it's outdoor dining only. There is no indoor dining, and it's all. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, they just did indoor dining here maybe two, three weeks ago. Limited capacity. Yeah, I mean, so it's I mean, this, this, it's it's bad. It's really bad, and <clears throat> you know that's that's what we're looking at. I, I mean, listen, to, you know, the Thursday night game isn't the only one that you know we're like dealing with. Now, if you guys go to fantasyalarm.com, I've got a blog, a live blog that updates as the COVID news comes in. I mean, think about this, man. I was just doing a live stream with Craig Mish. We were looking at the spreads for, uh, you know, this week and just, you know, the early look at the lines for the Westgate Super Contest. And he was like, you know, Minnesota, Detroit. And I said, forget it. I don't even care. Uh, I don't want to make that determination right now because I don't know what's going on with Matthew Stafford. You know, Stafford, like, here's the thing. Stafford on the reserve COVID list because he's, you know, been in contact with somebody who has it. It's the same thing with Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Trent Williams from San Francisco. Kendrick Bourne has it. He tested positive. The other guys were near him and around him. So, you know, if Stafford's dealing with this and it was a non-NFL person 
who he was in contact with or, you know, who tested positive. But I mean, you know, I, do you want to like, do you want legit want to make a pick for a, the, the super contest, a high stake contest like that? Uh, and then have to sit and wonder if whether or not Matthew Stafford's going to test positive on Sunday morning. No. And that's the thing is there's still a chance he could play. He's got to test negative for the next five days. So we're guessing at this point. And what was the line that was there? I mean, I know it's locked in, right? So what was it? Uh, Super contest is lions getting five, five and a half. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you take that and then he's out, you could, they could get blown out. You know, so well, that's the thing. What I'm kind of banking on really is that because I'm looking at this game and if Stafford plays, I'll take Detroit plus the oh, five yeah. and a half. I um, would too against Minnesota. <clears throat> but, um, you know, we should know like we have to put in our picks for the super contest on Saturday night. So we should okay. know we'll know the next couple of days worth of testing yeah. beforehand. It's the Saturday morning test that they don't get back until Sunday morning. That's the only, that's the, uh, that's the one. Is that like, is that the one that's going to pop us off and, and screw us? I mean, at that point, I mean, if we get three or four straight negatives, um, I'll probably take my chance. Yeah, look, we knew this was going to be chaos. We had a few good weeks where nothing much was going on and now it's popping up now. And it, uh, clearly it, it's the cold weather where it's going to increase more. Also, Again, other states have opened up, and there's no bubble. That's why these guys are interacting with family and friends. We don't know what these guys do. I mean, I don't know if you saw this. It did. It, it actually did not become as big a story as I thought. But about a week and a half ago, two weeks, there was video of Daniel Jones and a couple of other Giants out at a club. Did you see that or hear about it? I did not. Yeah, and uh, a DJ, I think, posted it up. He deleted it, but it circulated, and people were talking about it. And it kind of went away. I don't know if the and I think I don't know if the Giants made a statement that they were looking into it, but I really nothing came of it. But they were out. There was a picture and, and of some of the guys there, and apparently they were like, "Oh, it was a restaurant. It was a private party." They asked them to come over and have drinks. I don't know. I don't know all the details. You know how it is on social media. Uh, the guy claimed, "Oh, this is from years ago," and there were people like, "No, no, 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 no. This was from yesterday. It's clear. You're trying to cover up for them now." So. I guess they I don't know if the NFL looked into it. Did they violate protocols? But that's the thing is we don't know what these guys are doing. They could be out and, you know, every state is different as far as what the limitations and what are open. And and these guys are young. You you know, they're most of them are what between 21 and 28. They have been through this lockdown. They're like, ah, whatever. We'll be fine. Let's just go out. You know what I mean? So we don't know what these guys are doing. No, we don't. And it's not like <laughs> these are not guys who I feel I can put my trust into. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and it's not it's look, and it's easier for say, for us to say now we if we had their access money, women, we might be the same way. You know, you 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 know how you were in the 20s, right? We're different than we are now. You have a different mentality. You do think like, hey, whatever, I'm not. this is not going to happen to me. Right. So it's not being critical of them. It's just. That's kind of how they think. Not all of them, but a lot of young people. We've all been there when we were young. We thought we knew everything. That is true. That is true. Look at you. Like like a nurturing father figure that I never had, Adam. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, but you know this, right? How many times have we been there? We're like, oh, yeah, whatever. When our parents are telling us something or an adult, like, yeah, whatever. In one ear, out the other. Then as you get older, you're like, oh, man, they were right. Like I was telling my friends' kids. You know, they're like 
15, 16, 12, 13. And I'm like, look, we know you guys probably had a drink before. I'm just being real with them. I'm like, you guys probably had a drink. You know, I, 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 I was drinking at 14, 15, bro. We've all been there, you know? So it's like, why hide it from us? I'm like, we have been there. We went through what you are. We're just, uh, so like your dad's looking out for your safety. That's all it is, you know, because you know how kids are, oh, my dad, this and that. We've been there. We know how it is. We've been through it. We have. I mean, well, listen, that's, that's that was always the funniest thing because I would sit there and I'd listen to my nephew and he'd be like telling his mom a story and I'm like listening to it. And then his mom goes in the other room and I'm like, oh, dude, you're so full of crap, man. I said, you got to learn how to lie better. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, I can just tell by your body language, the detail of your story. I bet you if you told that story to me again right now, you would give me the exact same story. He's like, yeah. And I said, and that's the problem. I was like, if you, if you do that, it means you've rehearsed it over and over again. Ah, kids today, they just don't learn. They just don't. That's us. We're, we're, you know, yes, we, we are the wise old sage now um, for that. But, you know. For the same token, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I wish, and I know that it's not the case, but I wish professional athletes would sort of defer to more to people who have been there, who have, you know, like, because I can't, I can't tell a professional athlete to not go out and party and whatever and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but you know what? Somebody who's been down that road with them before, you know, before, um, you know, like speak to experience. Give me like a mentor, you know, give me like Leon Spinks sitting there, you know, uh, sweeping the, the high school gymnasium, sharing stories about how you don't let your like your entourage. You don't surround yourself with a bunch of leeches like that kind of thing. Where's that college course being taught? Yeah, it needs to be, obviously. And, you know, this is this is more serious, man. And look, some of these guys might have randomly got it, you know, just maybe a family member or a friend, but I'm sure a lot of them, you know, we're going out and breaking protocol and you're risking something here, your, your livelihood, you're risking other players' health. You know, you don't know who they're going home to. Some, some of them have pregnant wives. Some of them have sick parents. So you're just risking a lot. And it's something that you can be, oh, you know, for, for a few during the football season, you know, just, Chill. I mean, they I and mean, a lot of them have nice houses, man. They got like movie theaters in their house and indoor basketball. Not all of them. Not everyone has money like that, as we saw with the NBA shootout uh, that that hor game of Horace and some of the houses. Like, wait a second, Mike Conley has a sick gym, and then Trey Young shooting outdoors. So not everyone has the same luxuries. But look, they have like ridiculous setups where they can have fun at home and. Even teammates, you, you could have teammates over, right? You guys are all tested around each other. So just invite teammates over. You can do this for four months so we can get through this season. You'd like to think that would be the case, but alas, it is not. All right. Uh, well, I've got, I've got a COVID conspiracy theory that's, uh, that uh, surrounds the, uh, the NFL here. I want to, I want to lay that out to you, Adam. Before I do that though, obviously got to give a shout out to uh, our sponsor tonight, Monkey Knife Fight. Uh, and thank them for uh, all the hard work that they put in. Uh, and they're sponsoring this podcast here. And they are the DFS site you need to be playing on. And here's why. <laughs> Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. 
MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. <laughs> All right, Adam, you ready for this one? This is uh, this is Howard has been inundated with COVID talk all day long. He's been updating the blog. He's been, you know, living on Tom Pelissero and Adam Schefter's Twitter timeline, talking about Broncos and their defensive lineman Shelby Harris and Lions place linebacker Jared Davis also on the uh, on the reserve COVID list. Are you ready for this one here, Adam? I'm ready. I'm ready. The Houston Texans signed quarterback Josh McCown off the Eagles practice squad. How long before Deshaun Watson has the COVID announced and he's done? Oh, boy. Well, as someone that doesn't have any Deshaun Watson, would it really crush me? Uh, But I do have Will Fuller in my home league. uh, So that would suck. But yeah, you know what? Can't rule anything out at this point, right? Like. Oh boy, that so would. You, so you're saying there's a chance? Yeah, I mean, I have. Did they like? Yeah, that's possible. Houston's coming off the bye week. I don't know what they did at home during the bye week. Did Deshaun Watson go and hang out with some friends, do something? Because, like you know, you've got Deshaun Watson and AJ McCarron are sitting there. Why all of a sudden do you turn and sign a veteran like Josh McCown? Off the Eagles practice squad, McCown lives like nearby, you know, in like a suburb of Houston. So he's like, it's easy for him to just, you know, be at home, you know, like Andy Dalton with the Cowboys. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Um, But like Josh McCown now, like, boom, he's automatically your third string QB. Something's up, man. And I'll bet you Deshaun Watson, you heard her here first right here, Adam. Deshaun Watson uh, is going to miss a game because of COVID. Well, I, I think this is a prediction you would like to be wrong on, correct? Oh, yeah, 100%. I would love to be okay. wrong on this one. I'm just saying. The, the NFL, you you were just kind of implying this also. Like, you know, the NFL is keeping a very, very, very tight lip on on all of the COVID talk. They don't like it. They, you know, that's why Schefter and, and Pelissero are the only idiots who are getting the news. The Pete writers aren't getting the news. The NFL has a serious lockdown right now on what's being discussed openly uh, with regard to COVID. And so when I see a sign, when I see a move like this, that really just makes no sense unless you say Deshaun Watson might have been doing something he shouldn't have been doing 
while he was on the bye. Uh, it's possible. Can't rule anything out. And I'm sure if this wasn't such a big story nationally, they might even try to hide all this stuff under the rug. And maybe there's more going on. And they're just like, all right, well, we we can't say there's absolutely no positive test because we're not doing a bubble. It's one thing for the NBA or MLB towards the end. Uh, they're in a bubble. Right. So you don't expect any positive tests. But we knew with the NFL, these guys are going home and going out and involved in society. It's going to happen. They're going to get positive tests. And it could be way more. And maybe they're sweeping under the rug. Maybe they're they're hiding everything and they're just trickling out bits and pieces so that way it doesn't, you know, alarm anybody that they're hiding something. It looks like they're talking about it. But come on, set me a, set me a money line here, Adam. Set me a money line on Deshaun Watson missing a game because of COVID. And you know what? And I'll say it within the next three weeks. Uh, well, that changes things within the next three weeks. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say in order for you miss the game this week. Josh well, Patel yeah, in order for signed. your predict, in order for your prediction to come true, it's kind of got to be within the next week because when you expand it three weeks, then it just leaves the window open for him. You know, All right, let's go two weeks then. Two either he either misses week nine or he misses week ten. I think the odds have to be pretty high, man. Come on, money line me, baby. Come on. Am I am I at like plus two fifty or am I at like plus five hundred? Uh plus four hundred. Plus four hundred. I'll take that bet. Can I put one dollar on that with you? <laughs> I'm not paying you out. What house are you looking at? <laughs> Come on, man. I thought you were the book here. <laughs> I'm not the book, bro. <laughs> I'll give you a ton of credit if it's right. All right. You know, you just you see these kind of weird little fly under the radar type moves and you're like wait a minute have the texans had any positive covid no right that i'm not not yet maybe you have some inside info and you know someone on the texans has it and now you're trying to cash out Hmm. (laughs) yeah let me tell you something man if i had inside info on the texans with that i would not be coming to you for plus 400 on a dollar bet (laughs) well i'd be in vegas right now laying it all down that bet's not on the table that bet is not under the table. I don't think you can find that anywhere. Yeah, probably can't. I probably can't. All right, somebody find me a book. <laughs> find me a book uh, that wants to take that action. What a year. What a year, exactly. All right, let's make a little prediction for tomorrow night. Well, for Thursday night football. Uh, again, the line is uh, Green Bay minus seven at the moment. The over-under is 48 and a half. Um, I'm taking the Packers. I'm laying the points. But I will lean on the under because I don't know if San Francisco has anybody for offense. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, it's hard not to take the Packers, which I'm worried because now everyone's going to be on the Packers because everyone sees San Francisco. But they are just decimated. I mean, Mullins at quarterback, no receivers, no tight end. I mean, this is just – and we know the Packers are terrible against the run, but they're going to be prepared for the run. In this one, they're going to be like, all right, Mullins beat us with these practice squad receivers and Trent Taylor and Richie James. So, and the Packers are coming off a loss too. And Alan Lazard might play. He was on the team's flight. Um, so that should help them a little bit. Uh, and Aaron Jones might play. So I'm with you. I would take Green Bay in the under. All right. Beautiful. So there you have it, folks. If you want to bet it, give it a shot. Adam and I are uh, in lockstep on that one. That's going to do it for us here tonight. At Anti Up, big thanks to all of you guys for tuning in and listening. 
Uh, for Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.